Father, we thank you for this move of God this morning. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Everything dries up. 
What do you do? I believe that you've got to be able to push. Look at somebody and say, it's time to push. Look at somebody and say, I got to keep pushing. Look at somebody and say, I got to push my way through. Pushing through when things seem as if they have shut down and turned for the worse requires great strength and fortitude. Bless you, Jaira. Pushing through the tough times in life develops a God-like, Christ-centered mindset that says, no matter what, I'm going to push through it, Vita. Yes. If I can ask, what are some things that are occurring in your life that require a push from you? Yes. What are the ailing needs and burdensome circumstances that are taking place right now that require you to push? Yes. That's a question. What's going on in your life that's requiring that you push your way through? Yes. Think about it. As we pray this prayer, let's ask the Lord, how can we push through? When you think about it, how can we push through? How do we push through? Lord, there's a need in my life. Come on, lift your hand. Say this, say, Lord, there's a need in my life that requires me to push. Lord, give us the endurance that is needed to push through the trials and the tribulations. Lord, all I need is one push from you. Come on, say it again. Say, Lord, all we need is one push from you in Jesus' name. What do I need to do? I need to push my way through. Uh, push. Somebody just say push. Come on, I need to pray until something happens. I need to persevere until something happens, Keith. I, I need to praise until something happens. What do you mean? They were, they were in a house and they were sitting there concerned about things that were going on in their life. And in verse number tw in verse 29, they, they begin to say, uh, as we pray until something happens, the prayer that they prayed is they said, and now, Lord, take note of their threats. And grant that your bond servants may speak your word with all confidence while you extend your hand to heal. Signs and wonders take place. Pray until something happens. Yes, sir. Until your bond servants may speak your word with all confidence. I'm going to ask the Lord, come on now, to take note of their threats. Got to be conscious enough that in your praying, in your, in your time of prayer, that you put the Lord on notice by saying, I need, you to, I need you to take note of the threat that I'm living up against. Yes. They said that the money is getting ready to run out on my program. Yes. And when the money runs out, they're going to shut my building down. That's a threat. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> if, the, if the sickness doesn't cease, I only have six days to live. Come on now. Uh, that is something that is threatening your ability to live. Uh, I, I, when I pray through, I, I want to be able to pray until something happens. What is the something that I need to happen? And when they pray, the place where they have gathered was shaken. When I pray, I want to be able to believe that God is going to shake everything in this room. Pray until something happens. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak the word of God with boldness when you're living against the threat. The first thing that you need to do is pray until something happens. God wants to do something great in your life, but it's going to require that you pray. Come on now. Not just, not just our Father which art in heaven. That's a good prayer. Not just, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. No, no, no. You've got to be very specific and precise in your request. You've got to be bold enough to tell God what you need him to take note of. Come on now. I've got three days before the eviction comes. I, I've got five days before they repo my car. I, I, I've got six days before this chemo ends. And they say that once the chemo ends, there's nothing else that they can do. Lord, I need you to respond. I, I need something to happen in my life. You've got to pray until it happens. Yes, sir. Number two, we've got to learn how to persevere. We've got to learn how to persevere until something happens in our life. Praying is just not enough. After you pray, you've got to persevere. Oh, I like what Philippians 9, Philippians 1, 19 and 21 says, For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Yeah. Through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Yeah. According to my earnest expectation and hope, I will not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness, Christ will even now as always be exalted in my body, whether by life or death. I need to pray until what? Until my deliverance Turns in my favor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need to pray that the prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ work in my favor and on my behalf. I, I need to persevere, understanding that until it turns in my favor, I've got to be persistent. I've got to stay right there, not giving up. Could you imagine? They were ready to preach. The 5,000 were ready, but they were told, you cannot preach the name of Jesus. This is the only thing that they were called to do, was to preach about Jesus. They didn't have another message. They didn't have their own revelation. He told them in Matthew 28, he says, go ye therefore and teach, baptizing them in my name and doing all that I commanded you 
do. He says, go ye therefore into all the world, into every nations. Make disciples, but don't just make them. I need you to teach them in my name, in the name of Jesus. I need you to baptize them, immerse them in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Come on now. I, I need you to teach them my will and my command. I need you to teach them my ways and my laws. I need you to teach them that I was born, that I died, that I've risen, that I was crucified. I need you to teach them about the healing. I need you to teach them that I was a deliverer. We've got to be persistent enough that when we're going through certain things in our life, it says it right there. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. This is what Paul is saying. I know that through your prayers, come on now, I, I know that through the praying of the saints that my deliverance is going to turn in my favor because Jesus has to work on my behalf. I, I've got to be persistent enough to understand that when something happens, what is the something? According to my earnest expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame. Yes, I will not be put to shame. Come on, hear it. Come on. Until, until, I'm going to persevere until because I know that this is going to turn out for my deliverance and I know that according to my earnest expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in anything. That God is not going to shame you. God is not going to let you fail. God is not going to let you give up. God is not going to walk out on you. God is not going to abandon you. He's not going to reject you. But there is a season in your life when the enemy comes to shut Jesus out of your life that you gotta persevere you gotta remain in a place where you can persevere persevere until your deliverance turns in your favor Persevere until something according to my earnest expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame. Persevere until something happens. Christ will even now, as always, be exalted in my body, whether by life or death. The happening that is occurring in your life, that God, Jesus, the Holy Ghost, is going to be exalted in your life. This is what's happening today. He wants to be exalted in your life. Yes. I've got to pray until something happens. I need God to take note of the threat. I've got to be, I've got to be persistent. I've got to persevere, understanding that I need to stay here in this room. I need to settle in this place. I need to sit in this seat and understand that until my deliverance turns in my favor. Yes, sir. Man. But until God works it out, I've got to remain in a place where I'm persevering yes. through the storm, through the rain, through all the things that are happening in and through my life. Pray until something happens. Persevere until something happens. And then I like this last one. You've got to be able to praise 
until something yes. happens. I pray yes. that you're ready, Josh, yes. to give us a sound of praise. We've got to be able to pray until something happens. Persevere until something happens, but then you've got to put a praise on it. Come on now. Yes. There comes a moment when the enemy comes up against you. There comes a moment in life where it seems difficult, it seems hard. You've got to praise until something happens. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. I will persevere, but then I'm going to praise until something happens. Come on now. I'm going to praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. Come on now. That's my praise. Come on now. I'm going to praise until something happens, but I have to start somewhere. I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter what, when they tell me not to preach, when they tell me not to believe, when they tell me that I only have a little while longer to live, I'm going to praise at all times. Why? Because I understand that until something happens, I've got to praise him. Until something breaks in my life, I can't stop praising. Until the miracle happens, until the money hits my account, I've got to persevere. I've got to pray. Lord, I need you to take note of what I'm against. And I need you to understand that it's time for me to put a praise on it. I don't know what you're waiting on, but it's time for us to put a praise on it right there. I will bless the Lord at all times. I need you to look at your situation. I need you to look at what's threatening you right now and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter how it looks, no matter how it sounds, no matter how I feel, no matter what I'm going through, I will bless the Lord at all times. Come on now. Say at all times. Come on now. At all times. Come on now. When I only got $20 in my pocket, I'm going to pray. I'm going to persevere. But at all times, in a moment where I only got $5 to put in my gas tank, $5 for lunch, $5 to catch the bus back home, and $5 just to get me through, I will bless the Lord at all times. Come on now. Look at somebody and say, at all times. I bless the Lord. Come on. I bless the Lord. Come on now. When you learn how to pray, you'll end in a praise. Come on now. When you learn how to persevere, it'll take you to a praise. Come on now. But you've got to be able to pray until something happens. You've got to be able to persevere until something happens. But then you've got to praise your way through. You've got to be able to praise your way through until my soul makes a boast in the Lord. You might be crying. You might be going through. You might go in upset at God. You might go in to his presence angry, discombobulated, confused in your mind. But when you say, I will bless the Lord at all times, my language changes. My posture changes. My position changes. Not from Lord, I'm sick and tired of what I'm going through until I'm going to praise him until my soul makes a boast. Until until my soul begins to say, oh, I love you, Jesus. I praise you, God. You've been good to me. You've been kind to me. You've been wonderful. You've been merciful. I 
know it doesn't look like it's going to work in my favor, but I will bless the Lord at all times. They told me not to preach Jesus. They told me not to open up the church. They told me not to talk about private offers. They told me not to talk about the Holy Ghost. But the devil is a lie. You don't want me to preach Jesus, but I will bless the Lord at all times. And my soul will make a boast of who he is. He's the God of God. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the living of the valley. He's my battle axe. He's the world of seven. Hey, he's the bright and morning star. He's the ancient of days. He's a wonderful God. Hey, he's a wonderful God. He's mighty. He's strong. Hey, I bet you. My soul will make a boast about God. I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to think about him. Hey, I'm going to love about him. Ah, I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter what you tell me, I will preach Jesus. No matter what it looks like, I bless his name. No matter what you tell me, I will bless his name. Until the humble hear of it and rejoice. I'm going to bless the Lord. My soul will make a boast until the humble hearing and rejoice. Come on now. Somebody is going to be humble enough to hear it. Somebody's going to hear me blessing God in the middle of my mess, in the middle of what I cannot do, in the middle of what's not working. Somebody is going to hear and rejoice in it. And they saw. Come on, keep it right there. And they saw. Come on, give me the tremble. Come on, son. Come on, come on. Be strong. Be strong. We're in praise now. We will magnify. There it goes. Come on, let your hands go. Come on, let your hands go. Come on, Jordan. Hit those symbols. Come on now.
but as the priest of my house, as the provider of my house, I desire that the power that worketh in me be used to bring glory to your church. That you get the glory. Father, I thank you.
presiding bishop of the Duma Life Reformation. We speak grace to the cathedral and David's marketplace. We pray that the blessing of the Lord rest upon his life. Lord, that you use him, that you strengthen him. Bless all of our new churches, our pastors, our leaders. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Hallelujah. We love you. We appreciate you. Happy each and every one of you to be prepared. In about a week or so, we're going to be releasing our first CD record digital. I want you guys to be prepared to help us push that. We're all in a season where the Lord really wants us to use what we have in our hands. So as you pray, persevere and pray. Believe that what you have in your hands is going to be a blessing to your life. 28 years ago, a Saturday, 28 years ago, my brother Peter and Patrice were married, and we want to say happy anniversary to Pastor Peter and Patrice Graves. Enjoy your time away. We love you guys so much. 28 years ago <laughs> is when I went on the road <laughs> to start singing, and that's what keeps me remembering their anniversary. We pray for each and every one of you, all of those that are gone today, Brittany, Jalen, and Charmaine. Pray the blessing of the Lord over your life. We love you all. I want you guys to hear this as I close. Don't be shaken to the point that you start to doubt God because of what you see. If there was no chaos in the world, then there would really be no real reason to preach Jesus. Preaching Jesus to those that believe is good. But the real ministry of preaching Jesus is to those who doubt, who don't believe, who are lost, who are broken, who are hurting. I know that there are several things that just took place in the world don't allow, and I'm going to say this very carefully, don't allow worldly situations to dictate what this says. If the politicians would just simply live by this, if our worldly leaders would just live by this, but this is why they created a constitution. Church and state should be separate. We say in God we trust, but we throw this away. We say in God we trust, but we use this for what we believe our agenda should get us. This Bible is the only thing that you and I can ever trust in. Hear me when I say it. God is fair enough to the righteous and the unrighteous. He's not a respecter of any person. He's God. And life 
happiness. But God never changes. So I want to encourage each and every one of us, the rock members, those that, that, that you hear the sound of your shepherd, get out of the debates and the arguments that this Bible is fake. Everything in this Bible was spoken by God. There is nothing in this Bible that is a lie. The enemy comes to be the accuser of the brethren. And he comes to accuse God that God is not who he says he is. Everybody said after me, all lies. The Bible says that liars will not inherit the kingdom of God. I'll stop right there. My wife said, thank you. But this is what the disciples had to do. They had to preach. And they were told that they could not preach in the name of Jesus because people were being healed and people were being saved and communities were being turned around. Don't you think that the enemy is going to let us have it easy? They want to create laws where we cannot talk about Jesus. We've got to pray, church. They're taking prayer out of schools. We've got to pray, church. You can pray, but you can't say Jesus. <laughs> Father, we love you. We thank you. Let this be our prayer. That my job and our job is to preach the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's up to the Holy Spirit to convict those that hear to receive. So Father, we thank you. We get out of the arguments. We break away from the offenses. And we simply just preach your word and we trust that your word will do what it says. It will turn the hearts of men back to you. Yes. Your word. That when we preach your word, that your word, that your word will judge. So Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Peace to the family. Peace to the bishop. Peace to the father. Have a great day.